0: Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 26th of August. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money. And yesterday, it was us, it was me, it was you, it was all of us, and it was in baseball, the thing that I talk about. So, I'm happy. It's been a little while since this happened. The cat, up 100. Uh, myself, won a Saturday. Granted, nothing else went that that well. This was kind of a fun lineup, and then... um yeah, so the Minnesota stack is what did it for me yesterday. Congratulations to us. No need to really go over it. You guys saw the slate, the pictures we chose did pretty well. Um I mean Dylan Cease didn't, but we were more on the Strider, and Strider did because he's um yeah, not a lot to that. Um no no red. On the weather today, no huge. So I did goose Fenway. We're going to do the early and the regular slate today. Uh, goose Fenway by about 15%, I think. So a lot of our stacks for the early slate will be Fenway. Um, the pitchers were taken for the early slate. Make sure I have not overlooking anybody. Yeah, no, this is fine. We're going to stuff Yuri Perez. And I guess Gilbert glass now is fine but I guess I'm fading him because he's going against the Yankees and he's highly owned. So instead we're going to go with Jake Irvin. Does it feel great? No, doesn't feel great to say, but Washington is bad. Let me check. Oh, that's ERAs of bullpens. Washington is not bad at striking out. Well, I guess I was counting on Yuri Perez to wait. Is that who I'm thinking of? Who was going against (laughs) college football? Yeah, Yuri Perez. Well oh, no, that I was Jake Urban. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not counting on him. How many strikeouts am I even projecting? Maybe four, five, and six innings or something? Six in how many innings? Five point two. Well, I don't think we're gonna get that. Well, hmm. Might have to dial that back because we know that so this is strikeouts for nine innings. Um historical data and Washington is always surprisingly good at striking out, uh, less. And so even though they're definitely going to lose the game and the implied team total says we should take a bunch of Jake Irvin, I'm actually going to dial that back a little bit and see what happens. Cause I, I don't know. Does that change anything for you guys? No, still the best stacks. Well, okay. I am going to limit my Jake Irvin exposure manually then, cause just, not confident enough in the strikeout upside, and Glasnow definitely has the strikeout upside. Where did it? Oh, it's just not. It told me, oh, I can't do that. Okay. That's probably what happened. Okay, great. This is good TV. I'm not really against Glasnow. That's what I'm saying here, guys. yay there we go. Okay, so we're splitting it with between Irvin and Glasnow. Um, so we're slamming. Now, we're, I guess the studs are Perez and Glasnow. That feels better. And then, Gilbert's also fine, but I just don't think he has quite the same upside as the other two guys. You know what I mean? Like, he's going against Kansas City. Maybe they're perceived weaker or something, but just his – I don't think his arm is quite the same as the other guys. And, yeah, the opponent is pretty – oh, Washington. It wasn't – sorry, it wasn't Irvin I was supposed to be downgrading. That was dumb. It was Washington. Yeah, the person who's pitching against Washington. So the person who's pitching against Washington is Yuri. So we're going to downgrade Yuri a little bit. And see what that does to things, which I'm guessing now it will say, yeah, a lot of stuff is broken and wrong because of other things. Yeah, now I don't want to have 50% anymore of Yuri Perez. So let's dial that back. Um, should be able to, to meet my exposures. Why not? No, Hmm. well, okay. So our studs were stuffing our uh, paras and glass now. Nonetheless, we'll get, we'll fix this. We have to rerun it or something. Gilbert's fine. I don't know. I'm not expressing a real disinterest in him. So the studs, but that's like saying the whole slate to you. So I don't want to say the whole slate. So I guess, yeah. But you know, the studs are paras, glass now, and Gilbert. I can't. I don't. I don't have a call. I don't have a gut feel there. Feel it out yourselves. Um, see, see if your gut favors one or another of the explanations I was just talking about for why you would choose one of those guys. Uh, Jake Irvin is your value option, but you don't need a value option pitcher. He's he's, I agree with him being a level down from the other guys, maybe even slightly more. Freed's in play. He's just expensive. He's too expensive, and that's not a good reason not to have him. So you know what? We're definitely going to get to some Freed. Can I pop that on there? Oh, another thing that sometimes fixes it is to change the number of uniques. And then it'll be like, oh, all of a sudden everything's fine. So now I go back to five and it'll fix it. Did that really do it? That that really did fix it pretty well. Oh, uh, not quite. Okay. Well, whatever. Um, so for this, yeah. Oh, our uh, I didn't say, yeah, the leverage arm is Jake Irvin. For for stacks on the early slate, yes, I should have mentioned this. I have Goose, Boston, and Dodgers. I did mention it. So those are the stacks we're backing for the early slate are Dodgers and Boston. Um, Leverage was the Oakland guy. I'm just gonna write his name down real quick, Irvin. And then the other guys, yeah, okay, that was easy to recreate. And then, so, okay, onto the main slate. On the main slate, I don't think we had any stack changes Yeah, because there was no weather, like all of the park factors were like, meh, no- nothing really to adjust, I don't think, for our um, parks versus expectations. So we wind up with the following guys. We're jamming, well, interesting. We're jamming the leverage today. So our leverage arms are Braidish and Tuki, And then we're, what's the word for when you're not stuffing a stud? When you're gently packing in a few studs. So we're gently packing in a few studs today. I don't know if I'm going to figure out a better way to say that. Um, so stuffing studs, the opposite of stuffing thudding studs there you go thudding studs does that make sense to you like they're a thud we don't so we're not committing to scherzer wheeler or peralta this is an interesting i like this suggestion um to play it upside down where you say okay i think one of these two stacks or one of these two pitchers Tukey, because he's under he's underpriced against a relatively bad team and bradish because he's facing also a bad team now let's see oakland have i been wrong about this oakland's down here right so i know yeah, Colorado's real bad. But then Oakland, yeah, Oakland's on the okay, like almost surreal bad place as well. So those are teams I'm fine with targeting every night for ceilings for pitchers. Am I going to target it at 60%? That seems like a bit much. Who else is in the pool? I think I had another option. No, I don't have any other options in the pool. Well, there's definitely other op- pitchers that are closer. I'm only running the 14 for the afternoon slate. Right on the borderline, Joe Ryan. That's just a gut thing. I don't like him. I don't I don't feel it. So I'm not feeling Joe Ryan. Never I mean, I just haven't seen good enough pitching from him in Texas, is good. Um, those are the reasons. Sears and Davies, similar reasons. I don't think they're good enough. I can't click them compared to these other guys on the slate. And if these other guys on the slate don't get there, that's fine. I mean, I, I know they, you know, it's possible. Zach Davies pitches a perfect game on 70 pitches because everybody just whacks every single one of his pitches and they will land on people. But that's his best case scenario. I, I don't like that as a best case scenario. I want to, like, like, you know, anyway, we, we've often looked at the 95th percentile part of the page. Oh, yeah, I can't figure out how to. Manage. I'm having old person troubles with manipulating the window versus the slider bar. So. I uh, will see. Oh yeah, team stacks is the other thing I wanted to comment on. Don't really have, yeah, I don't want that much of either of those stacks. That's not a call. That's the optimizer's call. Um so, but I did kind of like so where does their pool have it? So we've got two things to look at. We've got projected around. Oh, right. It's gonna, it's already having trouble. Okay. Okay, so angels, I'm behind that. I'm back in the angels, that's fine. Um and then I like that too for leverage Mets and and Cubs, and then all the way at the bottom you got these teams that are bad, but yeah, you know how that goes. So basically, that's the typical GPP strategy, right? You do a light fade of some of these, maybe one or two teams you think are over uh, overpriced. Makes sense. Philadelphia after the last few days they've been having might be running a little hot, so fade them, um, and then go yeah with some of these other. I don't really yeah, White Sox, Cincinnati, Arizona. Cubs, Mets, All Fine, slightly better than them are uh Angels and Baltimore. So you know what? Yep, Angels and Baltimore. I'm only gonna put two stacks at back because like the rest of them are all leveled down, and I really you can see like this is how it's gonna be on the slate too. No preference. Unless something drastic changes, no preference, like somebody drops out, we get a new starting pitcher. I I just we've got so many. It's a typical problem with baseball is there's no legitimate reason before the fact to prefer any one of these teams. And after the fact, one of these teams will win 20 to one and the other ones will win five to four. And who cares? They don't care. It's like a win is a win, right? That's why you get the the reason it's happening more than ever now is because of the um, players pitching, uh, you know, and that's fine. That's saving the bullpen arms. I completely understand the reason you do it. But it results in people giving up home runs because they try to throw as hard as they can and they can't throw that hard, so they feel like 70. Instead, they should throw as soft as they can and get it over the plate. Anyway, this is – welcome to my uh, TED Talk on how player pitchers should pitch. You can pitch a perfect game, a perfect, perfect perfect inning every time as a player if you throw underhanded softball. Nobody can hit that thing out of the park. All your outfielders can move in. It's how you do it. I mean, obviously people steal base on you, but that's kind of – you're up 10 runs. You can't steal base anymore. That's a defensive indifference, right? <laughs> So anyway, um, oh yeah. Uh so I don't really have more to say on the yeah, I don't have much more to say here on this baseball slate. Angels and Baltimore were the teams I said here, right? Why is that not showing me Baltimore anymore? Angels okay, well I've confused myself. I thought it was on Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore is the most, you know what? I'm definitely, I am on, I I see. I limited it and it over limited it. Sometimes it responds to your signals and you have to understand that even though you meant to just limit it to a little bit less than 40, it took your signal as an instruction that you don't want Baltimore no more. Right. And so you got to give it the instruction back. No, no, I do want a little Baltimore. So Baltimore and angels, it's kind of like, and it makes sense, right? They're trying to talk to a person. So they assume they're getting person response, not machines, right? So if they, if you say, no, I don't want that much, that's the only signal it's gotten. And so that's a particularly negative signal. If you say, ah, but I do want some, now it knows that you are serious, like a machine. <laughs> okay. So now that I've said that I think machines are serious, um, don't really have much. Oh yeah, and I didn't see any prize picks. So I think let's keep it tight and say uh, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, somebody's got to win that money, might as well be us.